wow, the incredible, reckless love of God. I don't know about you this morning, but I am just full of excitement and praise and admonition for God. Because that even while we were still yet sinners, that Christ, He died for us. Why? Because of His incredible love for us. We don't sing about His love being reckless because it is uh, foolish, but we sing about it being reckless because it doesn't make sense to man's mind because it is no strings attached kind of love. It is unconditional kind of love. And I am so thankful for that love this morning that I am thankful that here in the sanctuary and that you there at home this morning are able to experience and encounter that incredible and overwhelming love of God that chases us down, that wraps around us and meets us right where we are. Thank you as we uh, for joining us this morning. Let's dive right into God's Word. If you will, just turn with me to Psalm 94. Psalm 94, I want to uh, read verses 18 and 19 this morning as we look into uh, just, uh, I think, some very encouraging and uh, fitting scriptures for this week and this season that we are dealing with. Psalm 94, verse 18 and 19 says this. It says, When I said, My foot is slipping, your unfailing love, Lord, supported me. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. Will you pray with me this morning as we get ready to dive into His Word? God, we thank You and we praise You. That God, that while we cannot be in person this morning, that God, that we are able to experience an encounter with your word, with your life-giving word. And so God, as we pause for a moment to, oh Lord, just to reflect and to be transformed in our minds and hearts, God, I pray your anointing, God, to not just rest upon me this morning as the word of God is preached, but God, I pray that your word will just enter into each and every person's life and living room and, and mind and heart today, God, that, oh Lord, that you will will truly lift and, 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 and stabilize our footing with your unfailing love as you, Lord, speak to us, as you move within us, God, and allow your consolation to bring us joy. God, we love you this morning and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Several years ago when Tina and I were still youth pastoring, we had the great idea of doing an outing to Stone Mountain. And so we took our group uh, to, down to Stone Mountain outside of Atlanta. For those of you who don't know, that is this giant uh, granite mountain uh, that uh, you can hike up. And they do a laser show on one side of it with carvings. And, and, uh, and so we decided you can take a tram, a cable tram, up to the top of the mountain and you can see where you can see for miles, or you can hike up the, the trail or the path that goes up to the top. And we decided we would take our, our students up that hiking trail and up to the top of the mountain. We knew that there was some impending uh, stormy, rainy weather that was going to be coming, but me being the eternal optimist had decided that, oh, we can get up there and, and do what we're going to do and get back down before any of that gets to us. But of course, wouldn't you know it, the way that it works and the way that things are going to go, uh, as we started getting to the top, it uh, the, the dark cloud 
clouds started rolling in and and uh, we realized that we didn't need to be on top of this granite mountain uh, if it started storming. So we quickly rounded up our students and, and uh, we started making our way back down to, uh, to the bottom. And we probably weren't even a quarter of the way down when all of a sudden, uh, the first raindrops begin to fall. And as those raindrops fell and uh, they fell on that rock and that stone that we were walking down or hiking down, which in some parts very extremely steep, uh, we realized that rain and stone or granite don't necessarily mix as a uh, good surface to walk on. As you can imagine, it was extremely slippery. And, and so as we started making our way down and those raindrops started to fall, we, uh, our footing became very slippery. And it was, it was scary because we never knew when we were going to hit that slippery spot. We were hanging on to certain sections have railings and, and other sections have some trees that have grown up out of the rock. And, and so we're trying to make our way from... Uh, from, a, uh, from a place of stability from one place to the next of holding onto a railing to a tree and so forth. But it was uh, overwhelming as we're going down the side of Stone Mountain uh, with, it was slippery with rain and it, by the time we got to the bottom it was, uh, it was a solid rain and that, it was just like a slip and slide almost all the way down and we fell and multiple times but thankfully we made it to the bottom of Stone Mountain. Nobody had any uh, injuries, no broken bones, no sprained ankles or anything and we made the decision then and there that we were never going to do that again. And it's in those kinds of moments that I, I, I reflect upon uh, things like this season that we're in now, in 2020. Uh, not so much from a physical standpoint, but from an emotional and spiritual standpoint of how we find ourselves with unsure footing. We feel as if the rug has been pulled out from underneath us. We feel as if we're uh, trying to go down the side of Stone Mountain and uh, gravity and rain are not our friends in that moment and they are causing our footing to be extremely slippery. We never know when the next bad report is going to be coming. We never know when uh, things are going to be uh, turned upside down even more than they already are. You're probably like me as we continue to uh, listen to press conferences and reports and even the updates from the Georgia Department of Health. And every time we kind of sit on pins and needles waiting for that next uh, issuing of bad news. And when it comes, we find ourselves feeling as if our feet have completely slipped out from underneath us and we are in free fall. And it is here that we find comfort and we find strength in Psalm 94. As, as the psalmist makes that declaration in verse 18, he says, My foot is slipping. Your love, O Lord, supported me. And it is here that we come and we find encouragement and we find strength and we find support. Even in the unsure times of this pandemic that we find ourselves in this, at this season of our lives. I encourage us to be able to look and to find ourselves and to understand the context with which Psalm 94 was written. Psalm 94 was not written when things were going great and they were walking on mountaintops spiritually, but this was a time when God's people were being persecuted and they were being pursued and there was trials and tribulations that they were going through. There was difficult circumstances and it is in that that Psalm 94 is penned. It is, it is written in this declaration and I encourage 
encourage you to find time this coming week or maybe later today uh, to be able to look into God's Word and to, and to read the rest of this psalm because it begins with this calling of God in the middle of adversity, in the middle of difficulties to say, God, oh, will you take care of our enemy? Will you take care of what we're facing? And I, and I am hope that you're praying with us that God will not only uh, strike uh, dead the, the coronavirus and that, but that he will put a hedge of protection around each and every one of us. And that as we do, we join the psalmist saying, God, take care of, uh, of those things that come against us. And God, let us find strength and comfort in you. Because that's where they found themselves in writing Psalm 94. God's people realizing that in the middle of trials and difficult circumstances, that it was in God and His love and His mercy that they found strength. You see, it's here that we find that comfort and peace, even in the middle of the storm, even in the middle of the adverse circumstances. And it is we find both of those things, that comfort and that peace from God and from His Word. And it is in uh, this singing or in this reading of this psalm that I hope that you find yourself encouraged today. It is uh, this realization that we come and it is by His mercy and His grace uh, that we are able to find hope in the mercy of God. As we reflect and as we uh, look to, we are reminded that it is in the multitude of the anxieties. The, uh, the version that I had read a few moments ago says, when anxiety was great within me, the King James Version says, the multitude of thoughts, uh, multitude of my thoughts, or the multitude of my anxieties. And so when we reflect upon that, maybe uh, you're like me or Tina or, or, or others that are around that when we lay down at night, maybe uh, as tired as you physically are, you find it's difficult maybe even to go to sleep because you find your, your mind is, is full of being bombarded with all of these thoughts or these anxieties or these worries or all the things that you have to do tomorrow. Uh, usually I'm one of those that as soon as my head hits the pillow, I am gone. I am asleep. But here lately, I have found myself more and more often laying there at night uh, trying to quiet those thoughts that are bombarding me. And it is the psalmist that says that even though that my anxiety is great within me or the multitude of my anxieties and thoughts are bombarding my mind within me, they are noisy like a multitude, like a crowd that is there and we're just wanting it to quiet. And it is God and His Word and His love and His peace that is able to bring that quiet and bring that peace. It is God who comforts the soul. It is God who comforts and quiets the mind and our thoughts. And it is as He brings peace, and uh, it, is, it is important to remember that God is able to bring a peace that all of the good things of this world could never provide and all of the bad things of this world could never take His peace away. And so even though the, the virus uh, continues to move through uh, our nation and through our world, we come today and say that our peace and our comfort is not based upon the news reports, it's not based upon the multitude of thoughts that bombards our mind, but it's based upon God and our faith in Him and His Word. Maybe you're asking yourself, Pastor, well, how in the world does God bring comfort and peace in the middle of all of this? There's three things that we find here in this passage that I want us to be encouraged by. And the first thing is that we understand that it is through God's goodness that we are able to find comfort and able to find the peace. As maybe during this season, as you have focused upon some of the good things that have been able to happen through this 
Maybe you have reflected upon being able to sit down and eat dinner with your family. Maybe you haven't been going here and there like you usually are. I have been very mindful of a particular worship song, and I want to share some of those words of this song. I'm not going to attempt to sing it for you this evening, uh, this morning rather, Uh, but it says, Think about how good that God truly is. I love your voice. You have led me through the fire in the darkest of nights. You are close like no other. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend. And I have lived in the goodness of God all my life. God, you have been faithful. With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. It is here that I I hope we find ourselves this this morning being able to truly consider the goodness of God because it's there when we reflect upon the goodness of who He is that we are able to be mindful that everything else kind of pales in comparison. Even with the ups and the downs of life and the uncertainty of our spiritual or emotional or psychological footing, we are able to say, God, You, Your Word and Your strength brings me that peace And that comfort. It is that goodness of God and knowing that God will never leave us nor forsake us that brings us a comfort like none other. It is here that we come and we are reminded that uh, His goodness and His mercy are able to follow us all the days of our life, just as Psalm 23 reminds us. And so I encourage you today focus and look to that goodness. Of God. The second thing that we find is this declaration that God's love is able to bring comfort and is able to bring peace and joy. And it is here that we recognize that it is of, of all the things in Scripture, it is the love of God that surpasses everything else that we can think of or imagine. As you look throughout Scripture, and I actually was having a a conversation with someone uh, actually just today, and we were talking about the Word of God and the Bible, and how do you describe it to an an unbeliever? How do you describe God's Word? And and, 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 and my, my response was that God's Word is literally the love story of redemption of you and I. God's Word is all about how we as humanity have fallen short, that we have, uh, have made mistakes and we have messed up and we need salvation or we need redemption. And the Word of God gives us the story of redemption of a God who loves us so much that He sent His one and only Son to die for us so that whoever would believe in Him would not perish but have everlasting life. And so we come this morning and we are encouraged and reminded that God's love throughout the Word of God, we sum it up with just one word. We, the story of man through all of the centuries and generations, it becomes summarized in the word of love. Every 60, all the 66 books of the Bible and all of the different authors, everything becomes summarized in just one word, love. And I encourage us as we look to and are reminded of Psalm 94, 18, our text here this morning that says, My foot is slipping, but your love, O Lord, has supported me. I'm reminded of that old song that we used to sing, your, uh, that love lifted me. It is straight from this psalm of being reminded that God's love truly lifts us, meets us where we are, and lifts us and places our feet upon solid footing. The third thing that we understand that God's comfort is able to bring uh, joy into our life is because of His peace. Trust and faith will bring joy into our life and a peace 
that allows the things around us and things within us to grow to their maximum potential. It is that peace that we understand that God wants to have and reflect upon our lives. Isaiah chapter 26 says this, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Oh, trust in the Lord forever. For in Yahweh, the Lord is everlasting strength. As we think about the peace and the comfort, even when footing seems unsure or unstable, it is a peace to continue walking forward, even when we're not sure of what the next step maybe holds. Growing up, my grandfather was a, an employee, a security guard at the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Wild Animal Park. And was one of our favorite adventures when we would go visit during the summers. And, and uh, I'll always remember going to the San Diego Wild Animal Park and there they have this incredible savanna where all of uh, the animals are able to live together. And, and the only way that you're able to see it as a guest is to ride a monorail that takes you through the different areas of the savanna. And in one particular area, it takes you through and you're up against this mountainside this, of just rocky cliffs. And it is there that these uh, rocky mountain uh, goats uh, live and uh, are part of the, the savanna, if you would, of this, of this wild animal park. And I was being just amazed as a, a young boy growing up and even as a teenager of watching these uh, rocky mountain goats just uh, jump from one place to another. And literally that uh, they would have, it looked like they would just fall to their death because there wasn't any place, there wasn't a ledge, there wasn't uh, crevices that looked big enough to support their body or their weight. But here they were standing on these little ledges that weren't even maybe this, didn't even look this wide. They would stand and they would get their feet and they'd have their feet all lined up and they would jump just from one place to the next. <coughs> and as they did that, they would be able to say, they would be able to stay safe. And it's amazing that part of their uh, the way that God has made these animals is that they find comfort and strength in the, in the cliffside. That as they are being chased by predators lower to the ground, that they are able to climb up and able to continue uh, jumping and bouncing and moving their way up the cliffs and the predators are unable to get to them because they can't balance. And as we as bystanders would be watching them, I would be holding my breath, gasping, just waiting, thinking that these goats are going to fall to their death, these rams are going to uh, plummet because they aren't going to have a place to land or a place to be stable. But you see, they have a confidence. They are genetically made by God and wired to be able to know that they have been made and designed for this. They were designed by God to be able to jump from one little crevice to the next. And even though it looks impossible to you and I, they understand by experience that it is very possible not only possible, but it's doable, and it, they are comfortable doing it. My hope and prayer for us is that as we maneuver uh, these steps, these days of life, that we find a comfort and a strength in God, 
Because God wants us to be reminded this morning that we, that you have been designed for this. That you have been designed to be uh, firmly planted in God and in His Word. That you have been designed to be able to be a, 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 a symbol, a representative of His strength. That you have been created and designed to allow the love and the peace and the joy and the love of God to be able to be radiating out of each and everything that we say, out of everything that we do, and that as the world is looking around for answers, and as the world is wondering what's going to happen next, I believe that you and I as believers, and that we as the church as a, at large, we have been created and designed to be able to say that God is with us, that He has not left us, He has not forsaken us, but that He is with us and He will continue to be with us. And so, just as those uh, rams uh, would be able to uh, jump from one crevice to the next, and as unsightly as it looked to us as human beings, let us be able to jump and have surety in our footing. Not because us being great or us being mighty, but because of what Psalm 94 declares. That my foot, even when my foot is slipping, your love, Lord, supports me. Your, the love of God is supporting you this morning. The love of God is supporting you. And it says that His consolation is bringing you joy. So my prayer this morning is that we are finding the joy of God in the everyday nuances of life. And that we're not worried about our feet slipping out from underneath us when the next press, re press release comes out. We're not worried about the next uh, bad news that's going to come our way but that we are able to say, God, I am confident because you have designed and made me for this as a person of faith, a person of trust. And I know that, God, your love is never going to fail me, that your love will always be with me and you will lead me continuously on. Will you allow me to pray with you this morning? And just let's ask God his comfort and his joy, his goodness, his love and his peace to fill our lives today. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I love you and I praise you that, God, that we are able to be reminded this morning that, God, that even when it feels as if the footing is, is going out from underneath us, that, God, that you, that your love, God, is able to lift us up and to support us and support us in such a way that our mind and the, and the, and the bombardment of thoughts and fears and worries that comes against us, that, God, that we're able to come this morning and say, God, no, that, God, your cons your com Constant comfort is going to bring joy into our life. And so, God, right now, we just look to you and we look to you alone. God, we love you. We praise you. God, enter into our hearts and minds. Let your goodness be seen. Let your love be remembered. Let your peace be experienced this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Will you just worship as we end this morning with the worship team as they come to lead us and remind us that He is our hope.